0: Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant uh, good morning to you. (laughs) This is Patrick Timpone, and it's uh, OneRadioNetwork.com. Had some really cool guys come out and uh, put put a little air conditioning set up here in our studio, which we've never had a proper one. It's just terrific. It's real quiet and um um just well in the process what they did was cut off the power to the studio when they were putting all the power stuff and it, it changed some of the settings on the on the microphone and And uh, so I was trying to figure how to get over there on this weekend with some cool headphones. And does it sound all right? Let me know if my voice sounds all right on video and on audio. If you can hear it clearly, that's the most important thing. You know, us radio geeks, if we put on our headphones and we hear all these things we don't like, sounds. 50 years of broadcasting you get weird you know <laughs> make you crazy so I just take my headphones off and don't even need them until a the caller calls and you can do that 888-663-6386 email patrick excuse me patrick at one radionetwork.com it's Friday morning and on Fridays we do this little thing it is called it takes a long time to get young. This is a nice kind of a heading for all the things we like to talk about on Fridays and and other days when we're just you and me together where we get to wax philosophically about spiritual principles and uh, you know ideas of what we've seen on the inner planes of how it works out about the experiences and you know all the cool stuff that I like to talk about and which is what our second screenplay is about, called Look and See, that we're ongoing editing. So that's uh, really exciting, I was doing it this morning, got up early, I just love the screenplay work, it's just kind of crazy. It's the best thing that ever happened since broadcasting, but uh, uh, how's that, the lighting look okay? Do we need some more light? Is that okay? Our phone number is, uh, and you can call, I'll actually put on my headphones for you, 888 663 6386. Email Patrick at one radio network com. Patrick at one radio network com. It is the 29th of uh, April, I think, right? 30 days half September, April, June, and November. We are April, May, June, or no, we're closing in April, yeah. Tomorrow will be the last day of April, I think. Is it Mother's Day this weekend? Maybe then next weekend. Yeah, so don't forget Mom. It'll probably be May 7th or something like that, Mother's Day. Well, how are you doing? Everybody good at home? Everybody cool? <laughs> I know. It's pretty great. Quite a bit to talk about this morning. So if you'd like to stick around and, uh, and join us, uh, you're, you're welcome. welcome to do so. Had some good people on this week. Fun, cool people. Tom Luongo. Crow777 Dr. Jennifer Daniels Boy, she's popular Wow People love her stuff And then we were on Wednesday as well So Boy, I've been having some wild dreams Oh, somebody just found the uh, vitality herbs and clay. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, good. That's the name of the uh, that clay that we uh, we used on a little little red patch of stuff that Nancy in Nebraska said, "Why don't you do some bentonite clay?" just went away. A kind of spiritual healing complements of of. Uh, of Nancy, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to start off with something that's, I don't know, maybe not a phrase this. As you know, if you are somewhat regular, semi-regular, or kind of regular, you should do Vitality Capses if you're Oh, not that oh regular regular viewers or regular listeners or whatever um, you know that um, I live my life and talk to you about and try to encourage you to do the same because I think I know what I'm doing so you got to be careful with that because I could just be totally crazy and then I'll lead you down the garden path and you'll never get out for two or three years just kidding uh, that uh, you know what, what is going on outside in the matrix or in the mm, mm, in the, uh, the Maya which is called in many traditions you know Maya it's just a dream out there and we we, we muse quite a bit about this and and we know that um, it is just all a, a movie a dream uh, wherever you want to say it And the only, the only time we are involved in it is when we get involved in it. And it's really quite that simple. Um, One can, you know, I mean, and I get, you can imagine the emails I get. I got an email this morning and it was, um, got to listen to this. This is the most amazing thing ever and we have to be careful and, and you know, I'm not. I'm not criticizing that energy because I know that people are caught up with it. And it was something about the World Health Organization is going to pass some kind of a treaty uh, for pandemics that they'll be able to control you and and inject you beyond your. Without your consent and, you know, these kind of, this stuff flies around the internet. And they may very well doing some kind of treaty, but they can't do anything to you. Just, you know. So, I'll use that as a point. Um, You know, I just look at something like that and I delete it because I'm going to live my life and I'm going to be fine and that's it. But uh, if, if one chooses to see something like this and buy into that idea, and then think about it, and imagine it, and think about it more, and talk to your friends about it, and worry about it, and do all the things that humans do, this is how you create it. And, uh, you know, depending how feisty they could get with something like this, if you have it in your consciousness long enough, and believe it is real, and believe it can affect you, then uh, you could find yourself in the way of something like this. This is how we create our reality. Just that simple. You know, people go to seminars and read books and how to create. It's not tough. Whatever we believe to be true, whatever we believe is real, whatever we believe is... um, kind of hurt us, then it has a pretty good chance of hurting us. That goes for chemtrails and EMFs and cancer and germs and everything. So, I just want to lay it out. This is the way I live. This is the way I know to be true for me. Uh, It may not be true for you. It's up to you to, you know, get into this idea or not. Uh, let me know if I can help with it or if you have questions about it. How can that be? 888 um, 663 So having said that, I just lay that as the groundwork. In this last week, I have begun to get to the, get to a point, and I can do this because of my training, thank God, And not let it affect me, but really understand that these people, these people who are out there, you know, in political arena, the WHO, the CDC, um, you know, the real far left uh, woke people uh, in, in, you know, running the cities like Austin and and Seattle, and San Francisco, which are just crumbling because socialism doesn't work. They really are, they really are communists. And they, yeah, they are. And they really believe this stuff. And that's something that has come to me in the last uh, week or so. I don't know why it took me so long, but they really believe it. They are, they really believe it, that more government, and more control, and um, you're not a boy or a girl. You're whatever you want to be, and guys can get pregnant and uh, on and on and on, and you have to wear a mask and uh, uh, you know you don't have to you don't have to work for a living. The government will just give you stuff, and uh, you know Russia's the bad guy and we're the good guys, and uh, on and on the whole woke. The whole woke uh, far left uh, idea that is being um, is being promulgated in every media outlet in the country, and all the so-called alternative, and um, and if you talk against it uh, or you think it's crazy, well then they just censor you on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, and that may change with Elon the, the Beelon, but who knows? And um, these people really believe this stuff. They really believe it. You know, so they're not... They're souls, and they're they're not bad people. I'm not criticizing them for bad, but they're just crazy. Because none of this stuff works. Socialism doesn't work. Communism doesn't work. Um... None of this stuff, the whole Disney thing in Florida and uh, wanting to teach your kid, you know, Disney and all these companies are just, I don't know how it happened. Maybe it was just an ongoing thing over the last, uh, and Hollywood, of course, over the last 10, 20 years, and it's just now all coming, rising to the surface. I mean, but think about it. You have one of the biggest media companies in the world. They're one of the top six media companies. And uh, they're all woke over Tinkerbell and uh, transhumanism and all their characters have to be either boys or girls. Just crazy stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, so I would say these are, these are guys, you know, guys in $1,000 suits sitting in boardrooms. And this is what they... They really think they need to run Disney like this. I, it's almost like something got in there, like a worm, and ate their brain. And and again, as you know, I, I these people don't affect me. Disney don't affect me. I don't care what they do. And I never went to Disneyland. I never had a I never had a thing for Disneyland. And I don't watch Disney movies. And I don't like animated movies. I think it, they're stupid, pretty much. Um, I want to watch a film. I want to get emotionally involved in it. And how can you get emotionally involved in a a character that's not real? It's actually a cartoon. But, you know, there's a lot of those out there and they make a lot of money because humans are so (sighs) having a hard time just understanding reality these days. So, you know, again, the only reason I mention it is because I think it's going to be really important for you and I and mainly me, I'm just talking to myself, is to really understand that these people are programmed in ways that do not resonate with me and the way I believe the world works and know the world works. And it's going to be more and more important for us, for Patrick, and us to just stay out of their way. Now, I... I'm not suggesting I have a plan to do it any more than I'm doing now. uh, But I I think it's, for me, it's just really worth understanding that they're not going to change. You know. Fauci's not going to give up on this germ thing and the vaccine. And Pfizer's just now coming up with a thing where they are getting approval to inject kids under six years old, which is just, genocide you know it's really it's really criminal uh so they're they're just that crazy that programmed that um um psychopath that they don't under you know uh, i can't speak to their motives i know i don't know what's in their heart but you know it's just all over in these uh, um far left uh, politicians and a lot of the far right uh, a lot of the right, a lot of the uh, so-called conservatives, most of them, they don't speak up about this stuff. So they're all, they're all woked up too. They just don't admit it. You know, they, they won't act like they're not, but there's a few people like DeSantis in Florida and Abbott in, in Texas, kind of, sort of, he's a kind of, kind of good guy. Um, and some places in Tennessee and, uh, Oklahoma and, uh, North Dakota that, um, this is where all people who are awake and not woke are moving because they, they know that these, these people are just Looney Tunes. And, um, so, I think it's more and more clear uh, as we move forward that we are all just uh, moving in to another reality. And this is, this is really what's happening and this is how it works you move into another reality and stay in the reality that you want and I stay in the reality that I want and that other reality doesn't even exist I know there's a screenplay there somewhere that just doesn't exist unless you step into it and it's that, it's that the way, it's, it's the, excuse me I think I can say it it's the way it is now just like we're talking about right it's, this is how it works now If you don't get into the reality of um, chemtrails can kill you, then I don't believe they affect us one bit. I don't know if they're real, I don't care if they're real, I'm not into looking at it because I just don't care. <laughs> if they want to, if, if you want to get in that reality and um, and think about it and talk about it and scream about it, I think um, if they are spraying something out, like aluminum or something, um, if you just don't even believe they exist, if something goes into your body on a physiological level, which I don't know, uh, your body's just going to get rid of it just like it's going to get rid of any toxin. Any toxin that comes in day by day. But if you think about it, if you worry about it, and if you're concerned about it, and if you just don't know about it, well then that'll that'll put energy into your liver and your kidney because that's the way it works and you'll be affected by it. And that's how you create your reality of hemp chemtrails hurting you. I know people that got all, and are still to this day are all up in arms about, um, I don't know, Morgellons. Uh, what's the thing with the, what's the thing with the, the alleged thing with the uh, ticks What's that, disease? All these things. I would, I would argue like 90% of them are just all created in the mind, just like COVID. And I know people that spend years trying to get rid of some, what's that word? You know what I mean? You know what I'm looking for? It'll come. Snap out of it. Mother's Day as always. I did say it was next week. Next week. Don't give me a hard time here. Snap out of what? I said it was probably next Sunday. What do you want from me? Lynn Lynn says Lyme's disease. Yeah. Lyme's disease. What is it? Has anybody ever to somebody and find some lime thing in there? And even if it were, um, uh, uh, just I'm just not in chasing after anything. The body is so magical, so strong, so incredible. If there's something in there, (laughs) something in there that needs to come out, it's gonna come out. And that's what uh, most folks don't understand. Everybody wants to get in there and try to get it out. And go through a Lyme protocol with 48 different supplements and nutrients and uh, do this for two years and you'll get rid of your Lyme. Yeah, this is really where the mother re- um, rubber meets the road right now. All these things—they put a name to it—and it's no different from you know high blood pressure or high cholesterol. It's just in the natural world, and the natural docs do the same thing. And I'll put you on some machine and say you've got this, you've got this, you've got this, you got this. I've been on those machines. You got this. Twenty-five different things. And here, let me give you this supplement, this supplement, this supplement, this supplement to get rid of it. You go on those machines and you'll just make you crazy. And these machines cost like $20,000. And there's practitioners out there putting little things in your finger and telling you, you've got this and you've got this. It's all made up. They don't think it is and they mean well, but I wouldn't do it. You can if you want. But I've seen this over the last 25, 30 years. I've been through a lot of those things. They have all different names for them. And um, I even went through processes where I took a bunch of stuff and actually felt worse taking a bunch of stuff, trying to get rid of something that wasn't even there. The body is always making balance. These kidneys and livers and lungs know exactly what to do. And sure, if things come in, which are toxins, uh, from the food and the air and the water, they can cause a little problem, unless they can. I'm not suggesting they can't, but why I am suggesting that if with just exercise, clear thinking, realizing that your body is going to deal with it, do some detoxing, you know. If you have some indications, Mr. Liver is not happy, or Miss Kidney is not happy, or Miss Ki- Mr. Kidney, you can do some herbs and things, and and just you know move forward and not keep looking at all these things that are supposedly holding you back. Because the only thing that holds us back is Patrick and you thinking that we have something to fix. Ah, trust me I know what I'm talking about here this is why we promote superfoods and foods and all the things in the hydrogen and the rebounder and the sauna things that can just help you and I get stronger and um, with more chi and more energy all the things from Shen blossom and you know superfoods like colostrum, and uh, these bodies are going to figure it out, and the more we mess with them, in my opinion, the worse it gets. One of the most prevalent things that I have found, talking with friends of mine and doing shows, is these bioidentical hormones and ladies trying to balance out their hormones. I wouldn't go down that path, ladies. You could take a little bit of extra, this or that, a little bit, a little bit of the progestes that Ray Pete recommends, or even the, the pine pollen for testosterone if you're going through the, uh, you know, the menopause, the pause thing. And um, but doing all these tests and trying to balance out progesterone and estrogen and all that, they make it make you crazy, and it doesn't work. Every woman that I have ever met that messed with those things, they were always messing with them and always juggling them, and they had good days and bad days. And if they would have just left it alone and known, why would the body do something just to screw you up, <laughs> just to just to mess with you? Right? Okay, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh. Back in the 50s and 60s, uh, my mom went through that and I I don't think she ever talked about it. Never missed one day of taking care of seven kids, washing, cooking, never complained, never was sick. What's up with that? Grandma? Aunts? They never talked about it. It wasn't even wasn't even a thing. I remember uh, we had a neighbor lady, Mrs. Fortner. She was great. And back in the days, in the 50s, uh, kids, uh, we would sit on the porch. You know, you'd go and sit on the porch at night uh, with, um, um, you know, with the neighbor or sit out on the lawn with chairs and, and the guys, And, and they, you know, my dad would drink beer and he liked to do that with the neighbors. And, and, and you know, I... I don't know what they would talk about I don't remember exactly but it wasn't anything serious they would talk about life and stuff you know maybe a little bit of politics and um, but I do remember Mrs. Fortner and uh, I didn't know what it was at the time but I do remember her every now and then she would be waving her she had a little fan she was waving her fan and and she was having these little hot flashes she was going through the Change thing. I didn't know what it was, but I later on I remembered she would be doing that. My mom never did it, and it's true. Uh, you can have hot flashes as a lady, and I'm sure you gals who some of you have gone through the mini have have experienced that. But we know that that's just mainly the body detoxifying. It's not a you know, it's not a god thing. Uh, you know, not an evil thing that's happening to you because uh, <laughs> because you're a girl. <laughs> And you're going through the change where you stop your period. It's it's just it's a detoxification thing, and and um, maybe Mrs. Fortner was eating uh, more uh, toxified foods back then than we were. I don't think we. I don't even remember my mom ever opening a can of anything. Um, I don't really. Hmm. No. I think every now and then she would have canned asparagus. She wanted asparagus for us, and uh, she couldn't get fresh ones. Um, But mostly, all the time, it was just vegetables and potatoes and pasta and meat and chicken. And we had liver. Uh, We had liver about once a month with liver and onions. She used to listen to Dr. Jennifer Daniels. (laughs) We had liver about once a month. She knew that, isn't that Interesting. Oh, they, they knew it and we, we, I liked it fine um, she would make a thing called sour meat and, and dumplings it was kind of a kind of a German thing I don't know where she got that and pizza every now and then and sometimes we'd have pancakes for. Uh, sometimes on Friday we would have pancakes for for dinner which is really great right? we'll see uh, in, uh, back in the 50s when I was growing up, uh, uh, we were Catholic, and you didn't have meat on Fridays. Do you guys know that? No meat on Fridays, so we would have uh, fish, and or sometimes we would have pancakes for pancakes for dinner. That was really great because you know, because we had real butter and real maple syrup, and you know what's not to like with that. And she would make her own pancake thing. Uh, pancake, maybe she used Bisquick, maybe. But if you look at the Bisquick box back then, it was just flour and baking powder and stuff. It was just pretty cool stuff. It's just food, just food. Uh, and people, we didn't go to the doctor back then. I mean, we didn't have a doctor. Well, we did. There, we did have a doctor in the early fifties. Uh, Every now and then the doctor would come to the house. Seriously. Can you imagine? Oh my, have times changed. Actually come to the house. My mom told me a story that uh, when I was uh, a little tyke, doctors back then were into the germ thing. I had something, you know, detoxification, some flu thing, and um, I got a penicillin shot in my butt, and the one cheek swelled up about twice the size, and the um, doctor actually came out to the house and looked at it, and he said, well, he's probably allergic to penicillin. Don't ever do penicillin. Said, of course you are. <laughs> who, could, who would not be allergic to penicillin? <laughs> it's a drug, you know, it's toxic stuff. There's no reason to take it because germs don't act, so. So for my whole life, you know, when you fill out these forms, are you allergic to anything? I would always say allergic to penicillin. Everybody is. Uh, We're allergic to anything that's toxic, so I was no more allergic to penicillin. It was just a gift from God to tell me never to take that stuff. That's what that was, so. Uh, That's the way spirit works, will give you heads up uh, more than other people if you're a soul that wants to get its act together this lifetime. Did you know that? That's right. Spirit knows exactly what every soul wants and needs to grow spiritually this lifetime. So I came into this lifetime like you wanting to know what the heck is going on. Who am I? Where am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going? What's it all about Alfie? And because of that you are here listening today or on a podcast. Otherwise you you wouldn't be here. Spirit knew that I wanted to You know learn about all this stuff this lifetime because there's always not always but there is only now so that'll make your head explode when you think about that so 50 60 years ago it was and it was now too (sighs) think about that one so I created a situation where I got a little penicillin and the doctor said never do that again okay I'm in Uh, this is Patrick Timpone OneRadioNetwork.com does it sound okay Uh, I had something happen with the um, with with this control room because the power went off yesterday and it sounded weird this morning does it sound all right? the audio and the video, shoot me an email. Let me know. I can't tell in these little this little thing I use for phone calls or for guests. It's hard to tell, but let me know. Just shoot me an email and say, yeah, sounds fine. Or (laughs) I'll get a life. Oh. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com Hi, Patrick. Uh, I meant to ask. uh, This is from Jenny, who is in Spain. Have you ever been to Spain three-dog night? How much I? Excuse me. Something in there. Have you heard of the fruit extract from Hawaiian coffee beans? Apparently a superfood. Really? I have not. Is it, so it's not caffeine, there's a... F- to My untrained ears, Lynn, who listens every morning doing notes, you sound... Okay, so it sounds fine. Okay. She listens every morning, so. So it doesn't sound a lot different from normal. I'll get with it this weekend and get it where I, I like it. Have you heard of the food extract from Hawaiian coffee beans? Apparently a superfood. A superfood. I have not. Do you know the name of this little thing? You know, Ray Pete and Adam Bergstrom, they're big coffee fans. Boy, I tell you what. Ray Pete says it helps your thyroid. Uh, Adam drinks a lot of coffee and his brain is like his mind rather his mind is like I have uh, I quit coffee about a month ago Um, just I do better without it it's just hard on me uh, I'm really sensitive I still cry it sleepless in Seattle even when I watch it for the 12th time so um I, I do a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of um caffeine, but it's real different green tea I get it from alphabetic and just has a little soft little but I, I the coffee thing didn't work for me anymore. I may go back someday i had about i had a fine five pound bag of some really good organic stuff i when I fell off the wagon I sent it to Sharon my best friend, who still to this day helps us ongoing. On today's show, could you talk a bit about astral travel? What happens, can one learn? I'd like to be able to connect more deeply with my mother. She's still in the hospital. Ah. Sure, one of my specialties. Should we do a commercial first? Yeah, we better do one. Get get behind here. Wanna wanna play a little kissy face here?
1: At the end of the night, the only place I wanna go is back into my bedroom. And the supplement I take with me is Sir Thrival's Taboo Aphrodisia. It's an erotic herbal elixir made with several different aphrodisiac herbs and two key nutraceuticals. It's finished off with cacao, maple syrup, and a little vanilla bean for a super sexy flavor. And what it's designed to do is increase blood flow for both men and women. Come to bed, baby.
0: We're married. This also, is this also from Daniel Vitalis. Recently, we asked Daniel Vitalis if taking pine pollen would dampen the body's own testosterone-building mechanism.
1: Yeah, some research has been done to see if pine pollen would have that kind of effect because we see that with pharmaceutical testosterone supplementation. But what they found was you'd have to take the equivalent of about two bottles per day of our pine pollen extract to create that kind of an effect. So it's really safe for people at any age. And we found it to be really safe for both men and women. Today, a lot of women are also looking at testosterone replacement therapy. And I think before anybody looks to the pharmaceutical industry, for anti-aging therapies, for anabolic therapies, they should probably look to nature first and they should probably look to Sir Thrival's pine pollen products. And not just our pine pollen gold extract, but also our pine pollen pure potency, which contains ulithro root and also stinging nettle root, which helps to free testosterone that's already in the body, but has been bound up.
0: It helps to free that in the blood. That's my favorite, the four Ps. Really love this product, been taking it for years. And right now, through November 7th, you can get Pine Pollen, boys and girls. Well, enough of that, that's just a, an ancient commercial. What? Well, okay, yeah, okay. This. And so what do you think about Dr. Seneff's contention that as these glyphosates are in the soil, they bust the sulfur cycle, and that's really detrimental to the body. It's extremely detrimental. Uh, sulfur is such an important detoxifying agent for the entire body and especially for the liver. You've got to have trace minerals so that the liver can build these compounds that are essential for getting itself cleaned. And that lady who was talking about sulfur, Mm -hmm. man, play that ad every chance you get because our foods are so deficient in sulfur, and it is a big deal for the liver to have enough sulfur to make all those compounds that it uses to detoxify itself. Not just sulfur, they're all important, but sulfur is the one that we're so deficient in, and we need sulfur. Thanks, George. I had some this morning. You you might want to give it a try. You can click an order right on the front page of One Radio Network.com. Three locations, three prices delivered. And if you like more than four pounds for a discount, email me, Patrick, at One Radio Network.com. In Texas, we say you all. So if you all would like to uh, have a really incredible way to detoxify the entire body, including liver and kidneys. And you could do it every night sitting there in a nice, warm healing light with a far infrared sauna. We have, we have, we have, we, hello, we have the, the best one I know of. I'm cereal. You know, I'm gluten-free, glyphosate-free cereal that, that, um, uh, you can jump in this puppy and if you're on video you can see the picture or on audio you can go to oneradionetwork.com and click on the the um, the um, ad for sauna see the picture your little head sticks out and you sit in a chair put a towel over the chair and you set a timer in case you fall asleep you won't (laughs) you won't melt yeah because I've fallen asleep in there before it really relaxes you, and um, uh, you know they've proven, and we have the we have the studies where they've taken the amount of heavy metals and toxins—I think heavy metals—I'm not sure about heavy metals for sure—out of the urine, right? Out of the urine before sauna and then you do a 30-minute zone, and then you test the urine again, and there's more heavy metals coming out than there was 30 minutes ago. So what does that say? It says that not only are we sweating out things that go bump in the night through our skin, but then it induces detoxification through the liver and kidneys. So no telling what extra comes out in the feces, also known as poop. So, uh, this is a, a great investment. They're $1,295 delivered in the lower 48. I think the last time we shipped them to Canada, we have a lot of Canadian listeners, is um, 1495 an extra 200 bananas to Canada. Um, people ask about what, um, Hmm. the uh, uh, import fees and all that and we don't deal with any of that but uh, we haven't heard anything that's crazy they just kind of zip through for the most part but that's out of our uh, out of our uh, it's above our pay grade we like to say we ship it to you and if uh, some Canadian crazy wants to charge you money to get it across the border well then you're that's that's your deal in the same way but we ship them all over the world these saunas. So no matter where you live, just email me and I'll give you the delivered price. Uh, and this is a price that we're not even allowed to put into print because we aren't. Uh, but we offer it at a lower price. We've cut our, our, um, our commission. We'd rather just sell more and uh, have more people get turned on to detoxification. The Relax Far Infrared Sauna it's on the front page of One Radio Network but the only way to get this this fellow or girl it's either a boy or a girl it can't be both really <laughs> it can't be both oh no I'm going to get all transy here is uh, just email me Patrick at one radio network dot com God help me Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com Oh well, I think I'll put up the right thing here. There you are. Hey. Good morning. Uh, OneRadioNetwork.com It's getting close to 11 o'clock Central Time. If you'd like to call, let me know how you're doing and you have any questions or comments. Want to talk about your life? Tell me about your chickens or your garden or your life or your husband or your wife or your kids or I don't know. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six be happy to talk to you or email Patrick at one radio dot com. You know, we talked about the sulfur a moment ago and I just wanted to give a little extra plug here for sulfur. Now Stephanie Senoff has talked to us. She's been on the show quite a few times, and she's probably the number one researcher on uh, glyphosates, the Roundup stuff, in foods, and disrupting the sulfur cycle. The sulfur cycle is critical, right? It's critical to detoxify the body. That's what it is. So if one was really tinfoil hatty. One would argue that the Monsanto people created the Roundup to let's be honest, to kill people. Okay. I don't I don't know if they I don't know their motives, but it's it's really bad stuff. So that's why it's important we think to take sulfur every day to replenish the sulfur because if you're getting glyphosates at all Your little sulfur cycle can get messed up and you'll have a harder time. I don't say the body can't because I never say can't. With no sulfur, your body's still going to get rid of it. I hold on to that always. But these superfoods and these products that we promote help you. There's no sense throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You know, if we have them available and we have it on our budget, we'll get it and help you. It just makes it easier. But anyway... Um glyphosate man it's it's everywhere I saw a a list there's a lot of countries that are banning glyphosate uh, uh, Russia is one of them <gasps> but Putin isn't no Russia's one uh, Mexico's getting close um, you know a lot of countries are banning it probably will never happen here for a long time because Monsanto is so far up, you know, where in their political realm. Uh, uh, According to USDA, allows glyphosate in organic hydroponic food production. Oh great, I don't see a lot of hydroponic foods, but organics cannot be and should not be sprayed with glyphosate, but uh, evidently you can use them if you're um, using uh, hydroponic organics. So it's, it's, you know. So if you eat out, then you know we're getting some glyphosate, unless you go to a totally organic restaurant. And there are some. I had never really seen one, but I think they have one or two in Austin. So self is a good idea. Okay. Where were we? at this morning saying uh, that Vladimir Putin wants to back the ruble with gold whoa Oh, Putin, man, there's something, he's got it going on. Of course, the West is trying to portray him as Alzheimer's and, uh, I don't know, he's got some disease and he's mentally unstable, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of mentally unstable, let's not go there. Hmm. Secretary of the Russian Federation Security Council, Nikolay Potruskov said the Russian experts are working on a project to back the Russian ruble with gold and other commodities. Who? I saw a big a story where Russia has just sold their first huge um, <clears throat> shipment of coal to China for yuan. Russia's selling gas now and oil to all of the EU which needs needs their gas can't live without it Germany cannot live without it oh Putin's got him over a barrel as far as commodities so if they want to Putin from from selling his stuff they're gonna have to invade him and you know take him over and I don't think that's gonna happen um it's World War III, of course, but uh, not that it numbers matter. This is war. So, you know, just keep an eye on stuff because I you hope know, Putin is dumb as a fox. He knows exactly what he's doing, in my opinion. He's selling his oil to India for rubles. He's forcing Europe, Germany, all of the EU, which need his gas and oil, to end for rubles. The dollar, this is really breaking the back of what was called the uh, um, you know, the petrodollar. I'll just give you a quick thing on the petrodollar, which is pretty cool. I learned this from Andrew Goss. So, after the war, World War II, old Henry Kissinger went over, this is how the story goes that Andy taught me, oh Henry Kissinger, old, old chubby Henry, who's still a Globalist, fascist, crazy in 112 and still living. Uh, <laughs> he goes over to um, Saudi Arabia. This is after the war. And this was their plan the whole time and why they got into the war um, in the first place to initiate the petrodollar. Because you see, the dollar boys. The bankers, the people who own Dollar Inc., these are the people that start the wars, right? These are the, those rascals. These are the people that control presidents, and they have since, well, 100 years. They put presidents in office. They, they put um, congresspeople in office. They pay congresspeople off they get Congress people um, in compromising positions, use your imagination, and they control them. That way, Trump, um, Epstein, you know, that whole thing. That's what that was all about. Epstein had ties with the CIA and it was all about getting photos on guys that do crazy things and go to Peto Island and his house and have sex with young girls and didn't think about that. They had the cameras. So think about how you can control people. So they've been doing this forever. Anyway, that's what they do. So the Dollar Boys run the Run everything. Uh, you don't get to be a Joint Chiefs of Staff, you know, for, you know, head of the Air Force or the or the Army, unless you're one of them. You just don't get to do it. So they control these guys, and these are the people that tell presidents to go into Iraq when there's no weapons of mass destruction and, and get their oil or whatever they do. This is what they do. So so they control it all. So what they did, as I was taught by Andrew Goss over many years, God love him, I love you, Andy, that um, Kissinger then goes over to Saudi Arabia and says, uh, "Nice country you got here," just like the mafia, right? They'd walk into a New York, a New York store and say, "Nice place you got here." Would you like to keep it like this? <laughs> It'll just cost you a hundred a month or whatever, right? This protection, right? This um, mafia had done things for a long time in everywhere. And uh, so that's just, this is what they did to Saudi Arabia. And I tell you what, here's the deal. You sell oil for dollars only, the petrodollar, and you get all your buddies to do the same thing you know, in OPEC, so they had this OPEC thing. They formed big crowd. It does all the oil people: Iraq, Iran, all these people. You know, all the oil-producing places, and you just sell oil for dollars. That's it. Nothing else. And we'll leave you alone. We won't. We won't attack you, and we won't send in our F-16s. And we got a lot. Here's the list. Whatever. This is the deal that they made. This is the petrodollar, which is brilliant. You see, because the Dollar Inc. boys have one product. The dollar. This is what they have. So when you create a situation, thank you Andrew, so when you create a situation where countries around the world need your product, dollars, just like you need Reebok to, they convince you you need our Adidas to play basketball good. When you need your product, dollar, to buy oil, which everybody needs, everything's good. So people have to buy dollars to buy oil. And when they buy dollars, from around the world, this has a pull on the dollars, right here, supply and demand, which keeps the demand for dollars up, which keeps the value of the dollar up, and which also does a very, very interesting thing, if you understand it like I do, thank you, Andrew, is that as the bankers, the same people who started the wars, create more dollars at the Fed because they own the Fed, and they put dollars out there through the treasury, who borrows dollars from the Fed and buys bombs, and then the people who work for the bomb makers spend more money. It creates inflation, which is going on now. So this sucks dollars out of the economy and keeps the inflation low and when you keep the inflation low, people don't get it that these people are just stealing money from you by printing dollars and making prices rise so when your apartment rent goes up or the meat goes up 20 cents or milk goes up that's a tax on you does that make sense? Did you get that? If not, call me, I'll help out understand it. It's brilliant, brilliant. So this is the petrodollar. And this has been going, well, this whole thing is falling apart. And it has been falling apart for, oh, about the last 10 years, little by little by little. So that's one of the reasons why uh, inflation is so high, because there's been people selling oil for other than dollars, that's one reason. And uh, the globalists have talked all Joe, talked Joe into creating like trillions of dollars of new stuff to try to buy your vote with all this Green New Deal and build back better and now they're going to um, buy all of the student loans and you know, you don't think the kids are gonna vote for them in next November? They're gonna take away the student loans? One trillion dollars, and it's a socialism. It's communism, is what it is. That makes sense. But it's catching up with them because they really got behind the eight ball, and this, which is why inflation is probably twenty percent and not going anywhere fast. So this whole. And just a little caveat, uh, Saddam Hussein threatened to start selling his oil for a, a, a gold-backed dinar, and they, you know what happened there, they blew the country apart. Don't do that. And Gaddafi, the same thing, and they went and killed him under Clinton the Secretary of State. Killed him. Just killed him. So that's what happens when you don't pay the the devil his due. Or if you threaten the petrodollar. And this is what Iran's been about as well, because Iran doesn't want to sell their oil, which they have plenty for anything but dollars, and they don't anymore. So this whole thing kind of ran out of steam as everybody was starting to do it, and the United States got weaker, and weaker geopolitically, um, yeah, they just kind of lost their juice. And of course, even with Trump, I mean, he, Trump is swampy, and he he, he was, anybody who thinks that Trump got in there without these people letting him in there, and I was one at one time, is naive. You don't get in there unless they let you. My opinion. But I thought he did. I thought he was a. Nope. My opinion, I think he's as swampy as the rest of So, so, uh, Putin is done selling anything that he has for anything but rubles or yuan. He's done. Boom, gone. Boom, Iran, gone. India. I don't think India has doesn't have oil, do they? And uh, you know the whole. Uh, the whole relationship with OPEC is really on thin ice and I think uh, OPEC and Saudi Arabia they're going to bail out of the petrol dollar soon and then it's going to be even worse for inflation and worse for the money boys because they're losing control uh, because they've just you know got greedy in my opinion so mm, that's where we are I think with Russia and uh, why um, more and more countries that are under the control of Davos and the EU and Economic Forum and the bankers, all different kinds of countries, Germany and these other countries, are continuing to dump uh, um, weapons, tanks, and stuff into Ukraine because they want to stop Putin and uh, you know this is it's ugly and it's not gonna Putin's not gonna stop and 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 who knows if they really think they can uh, um, really stop them they could invade you know NATO could get into Russia and try to take them over there and then it's you know then you're talking all out Hot war. Now, Crow seven 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 was on our show on Tuesday, and he makes a pretty good case. And you can listen to the audio uh, on one radio network on the front page. Check it out. Pretty makes a pretty good case that this whole uh, nuclear weapon thing is all fear porn, and I I tend to agree. And he makes a good case. Listen to it. See if you agree. I don't think they're doing any nukes in this deal. I don't think they're going to use them. They may threaten and they may want to scare people on both ends. Um, Putin and Russia scaring his people so they'll, you know, be okay with what he's doing. Um, I don't think they're going to use him. I don't think they're ever going to use him. And I also don't think that radiation is is all as bad as they claim, because if they fired radiation in, I mean, I mean, they used to tell us it had a hundred-year half-life, right? And there's there's trees and flowers and bugs and animals and stuff in Chernobyl, in Three Mile Island, uh, in Fukushima in um, Hiroshima, Nagasaki. They claim that was, what, 60 years ago? 70 years ago? I think it's all made up. I think it was fear porn from the beginning. And I think it's fear porn now. There are some people that claim that the, the, uh, other than earthly beings, aliens, actually um, have denutered nuclear weapons long ago. Wouldn't that be cool? There's a screenplay there. Uh, Please explain how you would get weeds in hydroponic foods. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a USDA thing, brother, uh, to um, help poison you why they would allow glyphosate and, and, you know, just to kill, just to poison you. I think we just have to really get, I don't like saying it, but I think we have to really get um, um, you know, I think it's time we just get clear about it. There are people that want to kill a lot of people. There just are. I mean, we know. Uh, What was that? I do follow the uh, Monsanto um, uh, Monsanto thing with uh, this lady that was on our show and uh, boy they're having a hard time in the courts boy they are just fighting tooth and nail and uh, um, you know they lost a few cases and so I don't think it's going to be long before um, uh, somehow we get this uh, roundup band in this country but you know, the USDA and uh, CDC, and uh, they're just so swampy. Uh, and they're bought and paid for by the, by the global eye who want to kill people. So they're, they're going to hold out, you know, for dear life. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just, they're just going to. Um, until they just have to. I got something here I didn't want to do a commercial this quickly but uh, got something I've got to take care of here in the back with this this equipment every now and then as I mentioned they turned it off working on this little air conditioning system <laughs> and uh, when you turn it off sometimes good things don't happen um, but uh, this is important information it's worth listening to we're talking with Brandon Amalani and he is uh, the man who brings us the Blue Shield technology to keep us all of those little EMFs from uh, doing harm to our body. Mr. Brandon, the Blue Shield is a really beautiful little cube, right? That's the main product. And how does this work? Well, the the cube essentially
1: sends out signals into the environment that entrain the body. So the body is affected by all these electromagnetic fields in this in the environment. Uh-huh. And when Blue Shield's is introduced into the environment, the body starts sympathetically resonating with it. And what we found over 30 years of development is that the body prefers the algorithm Rhythm, the frequency range, the randomization of frequencies that are exposed into the environment and the body stops attacking EMF or perceiving the EMF as a threat. And what this does is it normalizes white blood cell count and it also starts to um, reduce inflammation markers from the body trying to attack the EMF. Wow. So essentially what's happening is that the body is basically renormalizing and reallocating immune power to the body and it makes the body stronger and more
0: well-regulated. Good job, Brandon. That's an excellent explanation of how this technology works. It's called The Cube, the Blue Shield. See the ad on the front page? Use promo code OneRadio for a 10% discount. Get yourself one, take care of the whole house. That's Blue Shield right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. Yeah, baby. They are cool. I have one here. I have one downstairs. A little cube. Just plug it in and it's done. And then... Uh, I've got this little guy here that you can get one of these too. These are a pocket or purse. You can see, it's got a little light here thing, watch. Oh. So I put it here behind my chair just for a little extra juice. I've got a lot of equipment and, you know, as you know, I don't believe that um, these things can hurt me. I just do it because I can and I'm because of your support I have, the, I have the money to buy these things and I trust God and I tie my camel. So we prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Always hedging or you know, you can do both at the same time without being contradiction to itself. Oh, you know, my body, you can do them both. These things can't hurt me, but I'll do this. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, you you could have the, and I encourage you to have the idea, the idea that there are no one is ever going to try to hurt you. Carry that with you, and that's going to be your experience. And but you could also say, well, you know, but I just may have myself a gun around, just in case. So that would be a perfect example of trust God and tie your camel. You can do both. It's just an energetic thing. It's that, you know, it's that razor's edge of... These are the two opposites of physical reality. This and that. But you can be right down the middle and have your cake and eat it too. Does that make sense, how that works? It's just an energetic thing. It's... It's a, it's a, it's a mind thing. You can do both. Because I do get emails about, well, how can you do, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, now this is one of the challenges of living in a socialist and or I think we need to call it communist because this is really communism. You know, I don't like calling people names or categorizing, but you know, at times you're just going to have to say what it is and Colorado is one of them. You've heard of these um, health health sharing ministries. You've heard these? They're pretty cool. You can get involved with these health sharing ministries. You put in so much money, Uh, I don't know exactly how they work, but um, I know the fellow, uh, what's his name, that sells the aloe product, which I need to get more, by the way, I'm going to order some today, I haven't got into aloe for a while, and anyway, and it's the idea that if you have an issue, and you don't want to have insurance, that if you have a problem, uh, they'll pay for it. It's a health sharing ministry. They're pretty cool. I, I would imagine if it's a it's a alternative way to do insurance without getting into the insurance game. A health caring, health sharing ministry. So here we are in Colorado, totally left wing socialist state. There's a bill. Pushing forward, that's putting burdensome regulations on healthcare sharing ministries in Colorado, scheduled for Monday, require unworkable data collection of healthcare sharing ministries, along with a vast number of other types of arrangements, past the Helico- Colorado House. So see, and this affects 50,000 Coloradians, Coloridians, who are in these, and these really a beautiful little setup. So these are socialist people that don't want you taking care of your health. They want you to join up to their thing and be in this stupid medical model system insurance that the only people that make money on this thing is the insurance companies and the hospitals by charging you you know twelve thousand dollars for you know two days' stay in a hospital where they give you dangerous drugs. So this is the kind of stuff going on in the far left um, socialist states. It just is. And so if you don't want to be part of that, just move, you know, Come to Texas, come to Florida, Tennessee's cool. Other states are North Dakota, South Dakota. And this is really, I think how this whole thing is going to be divided up into, um, as I mentioned before, I think we're just going to become Texans, Floridians, and not United States citizens because the United States is bonkers. I don't want any part of them. Uh, some elderly fellow with dementia has no control over me, and even a President Trump has no control over me. Um, you know who's not doesn't have dementia, but. These presidents don't have any control over us. These executive orders are only for people in the executive branch, and they're only for Washington, D.C. The only reason people do them is because the media says you have to. It's all made up, it's all a fairy, fairy dust. Okay. Oh, come in and clear audio. Why not broadcast a show from a bubble bath? Can you do that and be safe? Why would I do a bubble bath? Are you just being silly? I know you. Are. I don't do baths. You know, I don't do baths, even though they're kind of fun. But we here, where I am in Dripping Springs, my nose is just, sorry, uh, we're on Rainwater Collection. And I don't know how many baths Lynn, would you would you Google that? Google's that? I think she's still there. She's got to go leave early. Maybe. How many baths are in a... How many gallons of water in a standard bathtub? So we don't do baths. I do about a two-minute cold shower twice a day. So we conserve water around here because it's been kind of... A, um, we've had a lot of clouds so I think it's going to start raining more listener asked you would talk after the commercial break about astral travel oh yeah thanks I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I will okay so Um, so just to lay the groundwork this is my understanding with my out-of-body experiences my dream experiences my spiritual soul travel experiences I can explain those words more if you want over the last 25 years or so playing with this stuff so um, Physical reality is just a reality. It's just physical reality where it's time and space, matter. Let's say matter, energy, time, and space. So if you have matter, it's physical. So we can do this, and it feels physical even though it's not really physical, it's just a bunch of molecules moving very quick, quickly, and it feels physical, but in reality, it is just, um, Uh. it's not physical. Like the table is not physical that I'm knocking on, but the molecules are moving in such a Way, and it's just light, light and sound, right? Just light and sound is moving quickly, and um, it feels physical. So the body is not physical either. And if you really get that, you can see how easily um, it is for the body to heal if we just let it alone, because it's always moving, and it's 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 just light and sound. That's what we're made out of. It's just light and sound. So this is physical reality. And then so that's why you have matter. And then you have space. So there's space in between here and New York City. And when you have space, then you have time. Because in a physical body, when you travel from here to New York City, it takes time. But it's really just an illusion because there really is no space and time on the spiritual level. It's only physical reality. Does that make sense? Okay, so there's physical reality and that's how it is. So there's laws down here. And if you jump off a building, you'll squash because um, you will. So don't do that. So (laughs) don't do that. So, um, And then there's, there's a myriad of planes of other realities that are much, pretty much stacked up on one another. And there's the astral plane, which is a, a plane of emotions. And then there's a causal plane, and then a mental plane, and then an etheric plane, and then a soul plane. And these planes are just rea- different realities. And you can say that they're almost stacked upon one another. But they're totally different with an infinite amount of stuff. So, you, you go to the astral plane and, um, hold on, oh, I need to do a little bit. my throat gets dry but if i drink too much then i so as spiritual beings we are we are constantly putting our attention on different planes so when we're in our mind and just <laughs> We're essentially on the mental plane. But we're doing it from a position of of in the body, so all it does is feeling like we're in thoughts. It's a little tricky. But these planes are actually incredibly amazing and just full of people and places and things and energy and everything that you'd see here even more so, and even lighter, Mama knows, and even more brilliant than earth. Everything is just a little bit lighter and a finer vibration the higher we go. There's places on the mental plane that uh, some of the most beautiful cities, water, I mean, light, you can't even imagine. And there's people that live there billions of souls that have landed there and this is where they live now and they have a life and they they do work or whatever they do I don't know it's above my pay grade I've not spent enough time there consciously to understand exactly what goes on there but I've had some some moments so uh, this physical reality is just a very small um part of all reality it's just a little segment and it's really the the pits it's really the worst of the worst because of it's a land of opposite right of love and hate and hot and cold and you know pleasure and pain they're all they're all opposites and you can't have one without the other you just can't you know, it's just you know just the way it works right so so we're spiritual beings in these bodies, but we don't, we have complete freedom to move anywhere we want at any time. Because we have a astral body, so we're operating an astral body right now in a different reality, We are, and, a, and a, also a mental body and a causal body, which is where all past lives are and all that, and memories, and an etheric body, which is a subconscious. So we're operating all these bodies in all these different planes. So when we astral travel, as it's called, we're not really traveling. All we're doing is putting our attention into the astral realm. And when we get good at doing that, we first do this by imagination and by desire and um, find a teacher that has the wherewithal, the spiritual juice, if you will, to help us. Yeah, if, if we just take this on ourselves, we, you can do it. And, and people have astral traveled and get into the astral world, but to do it consciously, uh, it takes some takes some juice, and it takes some energy, and it takes some some real effort. But you can do it, even though it's no effort whatsoever. It's really just changing our thinking about everything and growing spiritually. So, uh, does that make sense? So most of the books I've ever just opened and looked at they don't know what they're talking about with astral travel um the solar cord and all that stuff uh we for the most part not always but we astral travel every night when our body goes to sleep most of the dream experiences that we have are on the astral plane only because it's it's uh, the easiest place to go and um, and which is why we feel we have so much fun like when you remember your dreams and you come back do you know how much fun it was and how cool and amazing you felt do you know that so that's one of the really the first things to do in my opinion to learn astral travel is to start consciously talking to Divine Spirit, your teacher, um, God, however you, you, whatever your relationship is. Oh, now I got to change out this battery. It's always something. And ask them for guidance. And ask them for help on how to Remember your dreams. Now you got to do your part and start. Get a notebook, and every time you wake up that you have a dream experience, try to just stay centered. Don't try to grab it. And if you stay centered, uh, oftentimes it'll come back in which is how we um, remember a word or an actor's name, like I do, where you just stay centered and it'll come back in. When you try to go grab it, it just kind of runs away. That's the way it works. And then write down everything you can about the dream. I Just short anything, any words. And that will train your mind, because we use our mind when we're back in our body, to, to remember. More of um, your dreams. The more you do that, the more you'll remember, the more you remember, the more you remember. And then, as you start remembering more of your dreams, it's possible to start knowing that, remembering that you're actually. Awake and aware and conscious that you're dreaming. That's pretty cool. And then you can have more fun out there because you can say, oh, maybe I'll try to do this. I wonder who that person is. I want to talk to them. And then it's easier to remember. So that's called, you know, I guess it's generally called uh, uh, lucid dreaming. And you can do that. And the more you do that, the more you'll do that. And then you can take it even further uh, and further and going to other realities. So, it's a learning process. Did I explain that okay? But it generally starts with the imagination where, where before you're going to sleep you might sing a, 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 a charged word if you have a, some word that you really like or even love or um, um, I recommend you sing hue. When I change this camera out, I'll sing "Hue" for you, and you can—it's um, a sacred word for God, and that—that'll help.